0: from the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, um, from sea to shining sea. In Detroit down to Houston, <laughs> and New York to L.A. Hey. I, right, let's start the show like this. And it's time to stand and say that I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free roll tight, and I won't forget the men who died. Who gave that right to me? Come on, come on sing along with me, guys. Come I'm on, and stand me. up. <laughs> come on, hold a stand up. Next to you
1: and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of College Football Uncensored, brought to you by Saturday Down South and Texas Pete. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, my co-host, Chris Marlar. Chris, big week, week Fuck. 10. Yeah. Can't believe we're in week 10. Sucks.
0: I hate it. I hate it. The season's almost over. We are, we are moving way too fast.
1: So you're doing the same thing that I do during Christmas, where it'll be like December 12th, and I'll be yeah. like... We're getting close to the end of Christmas season, and I'm not. I'm getting sad. <laughs> such a and, and then Claire will be like, "There's still two weeks left till Christmas. You're already sad." Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I Claire is my favorite uh, between you two, for oh, sure. Of course. Yeah,
1: no offense. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a great week. There's a lot of marquee games. There's a lot of mm-hmm. under the radar games. Some rivalry what games. Everybody fired up. Yeah, I slow too. night maybe wednesday is the better night unfortunately my dog i mean it sounds like a lame old homework joke but yeah quite literally my dog chewed the internet cable off the wall while i was at work and i came home and i didn't have internet until today when the at&t got game so that's
0: a tough day um Wanted let's to talk about this a couple things first let's talk about a couple things first we've got um i don't know if you are see i didn't know which hat to wear should I wear this one? This hat is fucking fierce. I love this hat.
1: I do like that hat a lot.
0: It looks good, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was thinking about wearing maybe this hat. Ooh. Yeah. Get a that Abe Lincoln thing going up here.
1: Boop, boop. Yeah. I don't know if I love that look on you yeah. right now.
0: You might like this one. What about this hat?
1: Love it for this week.
0: But Do you? So here's the thing. The hat ain't got no swag, dog. So I'm uh, going to wear this one. Uh, these are all hats that we got in the mail from our good friends at University Traditions. I this one of the sides is lower than the other one, though. I don't know why. Um, for our good friends at University Traditions, I got one for Dano. Uh, wow, this thing's like super uneven. Um, and then, thanks, William. Um, what is wrong? What did I do to this thing? It is like super uneven, right? I think right? you broke it. I think I broke it. Um, I'm so confused. Uh, anyway. But it's great hats for our good friends at University Traditions. Y'all go check them out. Um, they're awesome. They're awesome. We just send them all to us. Tyler didn't get one because Tyler's a Florida State fan. They don't have any Florida State ones yet. But we'll figure it out. We'll do something for you. So, yeah, big weekend do it.
1: though. Yeah, big weekend. Um, I kind of want to just hop into the games unless you got do something it. you want to cover.
0: I mean, I would love if Dano got in here so we could figure out what bet we're going to uh, go over um, for the pod. Since he's an LSU guy. That's about it. Send
1: him a text. See if he wants to join. I see I don't know if the game's already started, so he's already Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's an Astros fan. Yeah, it started. I'm what it's on the TV right here. Okay. I bet the Phillies tonight. Ooh, and I, I bet them I, I bet them before the series to win the series. I bet them game one. Uh I bet them this game. And then I doubled down because they're now oh my god, I was almost a lead-off him run for Altuve. Um, I bet them again to win the series tonight because they're now a, an underdog again. So okay. lead off nice triple is him. not really looking great. Um, <laughs> Let's start in the SEC, 12 p.m. ESPN. This game is interesting. I want to get your thoughts on this game. Florida versus Texas A&M. Ugh, you're going to get my thoughts on this game. This game sucks. A&M minus three and a half, total 55 and a half. A&M's on a four-game losing streak. First since 2005. Uh-huh. Uh, they lost to Ole Miss last week in a game that they were actually ahead in. <sighs> yeah, um, for a while. It sounds like Connor Wegman is now just the guy. Like, Haynes yeah. King, even if he's healthy, is not going to go. Um, I didn't realize this about Wegman last week. His 338 passing yards were the most for a true freshman in Texas a school history. Yeah. His four touchdowns were the most in a game. By a quarterback uh, since, period. Kellen since Kellen Mond. Since Mond. Like yeah. and that was tied for the the which by the way, four touchdowns is a record. That's yeah. Seems pretty sad, huh? Yeah, that seems pretty sad. Um, but obviously their offense has struggled. Pretty interesting with Florida coming into the game. Um, run games, obviously the highlight of of the of the team for them. Anthony Richardson, Montrell Johnson, Trevor Etienne, all averaging over six yards per carry. Their run games top ten in the country. Yep. What do you see this game? How do you see it playing out?
0: I, I first I'm off, this game it. sucks. I don't want to watch this game. Um, I will. Um, but I don't want to. I, this game, like Florida showed signs of life for a quarter last week against Georgia. That's about all I got for him. Um I, I just I don't think like AM's coming off yet another, I want to say heartbreaking loss, but not a great loss. Right, you had 390 yards put up on you uh, on the ground. I don't know if you saw the video of Kiffin afterwards in the in the locker room saying, "All them five star freshman defensive linemen just got 390 put on their ass," and you know he's right too. Like that is exactly (laughs) what happened. Um, How far can Anthony Richardson take this team? I don't know. I don't know. You know, Georgia had some lucky breaks a week ago. Georgia does not get fucking penalized for anything. It's, it's fucking hilarious to watch. We were sitting there in that in that booth, and it was an awesome time. We're sitting there in the suite out there with uh, my buddy Candler Cook. But like, I mean, they they will get, get flagged for shit that's like, that's like picked up. Um, I don't know if 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 there's another team in the country that's already as disciplined as them. Um, and so I think that like, when you combine that with, with what Florida has, cause Florida's not very disciplined. Florida was not, you know, they, they needed all those lucky breaks. I'm surprised it wasn't a, more of a blowout to be honest. Now going to college, college station for the third time, I, I mean, I don't know. Like they, I mean, they haven't really gone on the road that much. They haven't looked great for a lot of games this season. So I, I'm, I wouldn't bet on this game with a, like, you know, with no. any, anybody's money. But I mean, I, I don't, you know. That's all. That's all, all. I got. I like. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> Let's see. You seen the comments here? Yeah. Um. I don't know how to speak on Florida as a team, and and or A and M at this point because I don't. You know, maybe whoever wins this game is is is. I tell you what, whoever wins this game is probably going to go to a bowl game, and whoever doesn't isn't, and that's a that's a lot on the line for one of these head coaches.
1: I kind of feel like A and M. Can sneak this game out. Um, I know they're favored. It just seems weird that they'd be favored. I mean, they've just been so bad. Four, four games lost in a row. Uh, here's where I think they could win it, though. Florida's pass game. 117th yeah. in the country in completion percentage. 111th in average passer rating. Good. I, I'm pretty sure AM can commit to the run. They haven't been great at stopping it, but that's all Florida can do right now. Right. That's maybe where AM could have the edge. I don't love them to cover this number, especially three and a half. That hook especially scares me. The hook I'll take game to win, but Florida covers and it's like real close 28, 27, something like that. Florida's lost its last five road games. I expect it to be six oh. in a row after this game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the show. Yep. Um, the other noon game in the SEC on SEC Network, Kentucky at Missouri. God, uh, what? Why are we talking about this? I just want to get your quick thoughts because Kentucky's only a one and a half point favorite on the road. Over under Kentucky's kind of shitty. I saw that I went to go try to bet this game today because I'm picking Missouri outright. Oh, okay. Um, and I saw that the line was pulled. So I don't know what's going on there. Was there an injury? Is Levis out? <laughs> Will Levis. Had a freak carnival
0: food eating accident. <laughs> he was in a pie eating contest that you had to eat with your toes. And he missed. He he somehow got himself injured, which is tough. If, like, you know, what's sad is if I said that, like it's not the craziest thing that that's like what could have happened. That kid. But by the way, can we talk for a second about Will Levis having the most Will Levis game imaginable against Tennessee and then moving up into the top five on the big board for Mel Kuyper's draft picks?
1: Oh, yeah. What the fuck are we watching?
0: (laughs) Like, What are we even looking at?
1: Yeah. Um, So my bet is purely on the fact that Kentucky just went out and they were hot to start the year. Mm -hmm. They've lost three of four. They basically never had a shot against Tennessee after their first score. Kickoff? Um, Yeah, basically. Um, They have the worst run game in the SEC. O-line's been bad. Who now does. you got to go on the road. He does, yeah. Wow. We're averaging three point three yards per carry.
0: That's so bad. Um, With the returning leading rusher in the SEC,
1: you got smacked last week. Now you got to go on the road. Sleepy environment on a noon game, eleven oh, a.m. And you got to get up and I, I Missouri's gonna win this game outright. They got a nasty enough defense. They're fifteenth in the country in yards per play allowed. They don't allow third down conversions. They can stop the run and the pass. Missouri 24-21 outright. Bro,
0: let me say it right now. So, let, me, let me say it right now. Say like, it. no como like no como?
1: No como. That's a fire
0: pick. That's a fire pick, bro. You love that. Also, uh, 40th birthday shout out. Happy 40th birthday to William Gray. More like William Gray hairs, am I right? Turning 40 up in here, up in this bitch. Um, Willie, Willie, Willie Gray, you're one of my favorite people in the group. Uh, you're you're the reason we keep going every day. Not you personally, but like people like you. If it was yeah. just you, that'd be weird for me to have said that, and that would have like maybe made your birthday, but also made the weirdest part of your birthday too. I'll stop talking. It's but I uh, love man. you, buddy. Hope you have a great birthday. Um, and uh, that's about it. So next game, I hope, I hope for your birthday we talk about better games. Um, well, where do you want to go? You pick. I don't even know what we're looking at. I'm just all fired up for two games, and that's it.
1: I hear you. (sighs) All right. Well, then we'll do this one quick. Give me your pick on Texas, number 24 Texas, at number 13, Kansas State. Kansas State, three-point underdog at home, 7 p.m. game, over 54 and a half.
0: I don't know what we have to keep doing to – I don't know why we keep sleeping on Kansas State. Like – I mean, they've been really good, especially in a spot as like a home underdog. You saw what they did last week to Oklahoma? They won that game, right? Uh, Oklahoma State.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it was the it was the largest shutout of a top ten team by a team lower than them in the rankings ever.
0: It was a beatdown. It was a beatdown.
1: Uh, Oklahoma State came into that game third in the country in points per game, and scored precisely zero. Yeah, they're tough. banged up. Uh, but Kansas State really good on the defensive side of the ball as well. Mm -hmm. Deuce Vaughn, a beast. Yeah, Texas coming off a bye. They lost Oklahoma State three and seven all time in Manhattan, Kansas, which seems crazy that they've only played there 10 times. So maybe that's not an all time stat.
0: All I know is this the, the differences between Kevin McAllister and Steve Sarkeesian getting left behind. Several programs, right? Um, asking for help, not getting it, right? <coughs> you got these two two thieves coming after you, and those are the boosters from Texas. Constantly, just constantly coming after you. Let's not forget all the craziness that happened with the pole assassin, that stripper, and the monkey, and then biting that child. Okay? Right. We're, we're like a year removed from that. What am I saying? I don't know. But I will say that Texas is not going to go up there. This is the first time I'm going to go against Texas all year. I t- take Kansas State to win outright. That's free money.
1: I'm going Texas. God, Jesus. Texas 33, Kansas State 28. I like like Texas. They're great stopping the run. Deuce Vaughn, over 1,000 total yards. But I don't know if Adrian Martinez is playing in this game. If he's not, you got a backup. Uh, The kid actually was very good against Oklahoma State. He he won player of the week offensively in the Big 12. But uh, now you got tape on the backup. If Adrian Martinez doesn't play like Texas – if he does play, maybe I change my pick. Yeah. All right, another night game, go back to the SEC, 7:30 on ESPN2. Not a great game, but we want to talk about it. Auburn Mississippi State. <laughs> Mississippi State minus 13, over oh, under 51 and a half. Fuck Brian Harson's been fired.
0: Brian Harson was fired. I want to I want to talk to you about this for a second cuz we haven't talked about this this week yet. Brian Harson was fired. Right? Yep. What are your thoughts on who you think Auburn is capable of getting and who they actually get? Because their fan base, from what I've learned this week, is even more delusional than I thought.
1: Who are they capable of getting? That would be... who do be... you think they get?
0: Like, do you, like, because if you ask them, it's like we're gonna get, we're gonna get uh, Lane Kiffin. We're gonna get Lane Kiffin. We're gonna get Dion. And and the thing about Dion that cracks me up is like I think Dion would be a, a great hire. I don't think they get Dion because I think. Here's what you get with Dion. If you get Dion, you also get all the things that come along with Dion, like his entourage and all this. They're not going to do that, and and they're not going to deal with it. I I think that they are they are dumb enough to think that they could do it right off the bat. Like you know, I I can. We should get him. We should sign him up, and and he could be our uh, our head coach, right? And then once all that stuff starts happening, I mean, if you think that Harson's wife and them aren't going to say stuff about all the shit that went on behind the scenes. You know that Dion will put you on blast in the moment. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about a disgruntled employee? It's like giving me a microphone.
1: Cadillac Williams, the interim head coach. I love that. I love that. Auburn is on a four-game losing streak. They've lost 10 of 13. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we've talked about it all year, but their offense is very bad. Uh, Outside of Tank Bigsby. Their pass game very bad. Um, Mississippi State coming off a bye, they don't stop the run very well. Um, no, so that is maybe an advantage for Auburn. Maybe they play some inspired ball here under Cadillac Williams. Didn't seem like things were ever great under Harson. Um, here's what I don't like for Auburn though: Mississippi State, 92 percent and red sc- <clears throat> for red zone scoring. Right. Very good when they're in the red zone. Auburn giving up nearly 92% on defense in the red zone. That's bad. Uh, Mississippi State 3-0-1 against the spread at home. I'll take Mississippi State thirty-four seventeen to cover and the over. I don't think Auburn can get up and, and win this game. I don't think Auburn can get up at all.
0: Hmm? I don't, I don't think Auburn can get it up. I'm talking about a dick joke right now, Tyler. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I just I don't think Auburn is is uh. it'll be fun to see what they look like with Carnell at, at, at the helm. I think there's some like, some like some good thoughts on this. Like, just to be honest, it is an important hire because you're putting yourself in a position where you might be picking the guy that could get you ahead of Alabama if Saban retires in the next couple of years. So if you're at a stable place and you're able to start winning games and, and, and you know, he's there for. A number of years, and and Saban leaves during this during this person's hires uh tenure, that's a good sign. Like that, that's, that's a there's a lot on the on the table for this hire. I think the stuff with Carnell is you've now got a guy with Carnell and Zach Etheridge on there. They can kind of hold down the fort. So when you name whoever your coach is going to be, if you name before the end of the season, these guys can still go get this team ready to play football and just you know kind of kind of like watch the fort right? Um, and then you can go out and try to figure out what you're going to do to to stabilize this program because right now it's very, very shaky for sure.
1: Who do you think they end up with?
0: I think they end up with Jeff Scott from or Jeff, what's his from name? USF? Grimes. No, Jeff Grimes <laughs> or or uh, Hugh Freeze. I don't think they sniffling Kiffin. I don't think they get, I think Kiffin's going to get a massive, massive extension at Ole Miss because here's the other thing too. People think I'm crazy when I say this but you know like kiffin has been through so much as a head coach and he's been through all the shit that like people forget that like at one point in 2010 lane kiffin was less likable than urban meyer they, they were they were they got into a, a feud in the off season and people were were pulling for florida to beat tennessee strictly because of how much of a dickhead lane kiffin was people hated lane kiffin and then he leaves tennessee the way he does and then he goes to I mean, it's hard to leave a program that's that shitty at the time that everyone hated with Tennessee, and then you're you're kind of pulling for the guy like the the like that group right like like because of how awful Lane. Like, and he's calling on company phones like get in the Tennessee like offices, trying to get commits that they had they had swayed to go to Tennessee to come with him to USC. And then he goes to USC and gets fired off the tarmac. You know, all of this stuff happened where now he does have. I hate to keep using this word, but he does have like some like stability. And he hasn't had that in a long, long while. So I don't see why he would give that up to go to fucking Auburn.
1: Um, had lunch with a guy recently who's a pretty big college football guy. Yeah. And I, this has obviously been a narrative that's been talked about, but wanted to get your thoughts. I mean, his thought was, what does Kiffin really want for his career? Does he want stability like you're talking about? Uh 10 wins is fantastic or does he want to have a win a championship
0: i okay before you even say another fucking word i've heard this argument already why do we think that auburn is going to win a fucking championship
1: because they've won two in the last 20 years they have yeah they've won two yeah tell me what years those were let's see 2011 just
0: 2010
1: i'm sorry they went to two alabama won 2011
0: they went to two, right? Yeah. They went to two. They got they got beat a twenty one to three, leading one, right? They also in two thousand four, which a lot of them would give themselves credit for as well. Listen, here is the bottom line: Auburn has, I believe, two national championships in their in their program history. One was one with Cam Newton. The other one was one in nineteen fifty seven when they were on fucking probation. They had a really good team in nineteen eighty three that they could claim a championship. Fucking claim it. Who cares? In nineteen ninety three. They were on probation so hard they weren't even allowed to be on television. They went undefeated that year. Claim that one too. I don't give a fuck. But you're talking about the last twenty years. You didn't win one in 2004. You didn't win one in 2013. You got one championship and all this bullshit that Auburn fans sit here and talk about about how like like listen I'm a college football purist and I love this sport and and I know that Bama has made up like 19 1941 and all that. You haven't you haven't won championships. You've won championship. And you, it took it took Cam Newton in the greatest season ever by an individual in college football history to win it. So this whole thought that, that Lane Kiffin's going to go to Auburn and just win it ch- how, how, like you don't you've never done it before, you've never proven that you've done it before. So why all of a sudden you know what Auburn's going to win championships? Get the fuck out of here!
1: <laughs> you heard, heard it here first. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I would think that Kiffin. I don't think Auburn is big enough of a jump of from Ole Miss to 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 move. I mean if Florida came open like before like Napier, like I see if I was Kiffin, I would have taken that job if they offered it to him, but I I heard yeah. that maybe that wasn't even on the table. Or Miami. Um so yeah, Miami. Um oh, this beer's terrible. Anyways, uh, 730 also on NBC. This guy game's an interesting game. Number four, yeah. Clemson. This is pretty much their last chance of losing this year. Notre Dame. Notre Dame plus three and a half. Over under is 44. Low total. Yeah. What do you like in this game? Um I like Matt. Uh, there's somebody on Twitch actually that said, What about Matt Rule for Auburn? They so Auburn fans don't want that. But I think that'd be a good hire. It'd be a great
0: hire. It would yeah. be a great hire. See, this again, it goes to the whole thing. They just don't understand, like I don't think I don't think anybody in the Auburn understands order. where yeah, I don't I don't think where they I don't think they understand where they are. Like here's here's the other thing too. Matt Rule has an actual resume that you could look at and be like, shit, these are things that apply to us. Like he took Baylor from from like the depths of the Big Twelve and just like you know this shitstorm and a PR nightmare to winning the Big Twelve and going to a New Year's Six Bowl, and and Auburn's like, fuck that, man, I don't want Matt Rule. He sucked with the Panthers, and and I don't, like, you know, that's a bad hire. I want I want Dion Sanders, and you are like, De- I heard somebody say the other night this this was on a, a Twitter space, and they just crucified me on this because they said Matt or they said uh, Deon Sanders. He is the best recruiter that you, that's ever walked the earth. They said he he is the he will instantly be the best recruiter in the country if he comes to your school. I said, Why is that? And they said, because you got like, first off, their response wasn't like, well, let me explain. It was like, it was like, oh, have you not seen, have you not been watching football? I'm like, Can you just fucking tell me what what I'm missing here? And it's like, he got the number one player in the country to go to an HBCU. And I'm like, okay, that's and that that part's great. Like, but also what we're missing here, Auburn fans, is him getting that number one player, that's something that had never happened before. Taking the number one player in the country and 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 pitching something to him, like you could go play and make your own legacy at an HBCU. You are an 18-year-old young black athlete, and you could come like be coached by a young black head coach at a historically black and college university, college and university. That's awesome. That's like that's something to sell. Like that's a whole package deal There, it's like, fuck, man. Like that's That's something really cool and unique that has never happened before, and 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 now that it's happened once, can't happen again, right? Like, you know, that's it's that's the the first time it's it's ever happened. If you if you go to Auburn, I don't I don't think that that just translates into well, all of a sudden Dion's going to out recruit Kirby Smart. I I don't see that happening. I mean, that's that's a whole different animal. Like, I just I don't see that being a slam dunk thing. I think Matt Rule would be a fantastic hire, but they don't want to hear that because it's not like a sexy hire, and they, they right. feel like somehow that's like a a Brian Harson type hire, which is fucking stupid.
1: But, no, no, I wouldn't no. agree with that. Um, All right, back to what we are talking about. Clemson. So back to the Clemson-Notre Dame game. Um, I don't – this line is weird to me. I, I, I immediately – I bet Clemson on this one. Okay, what is the line? They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's it. Yeah. Oh, hammer that. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think Notre Dame, like, they, they can run the ball. Their quarterback is awful. He, yeah. he throws for 170 yards a game. That's good. Um, Notre Dame runs the ball 60 40. They got a couple of decent backs, but Clemson's very good at stopping the run. Um, they're coming off a bye. So they're, they're probably the most healthy they've been all season. Um, I just I got Clemson covering this game, and I guess maybe there's the the total is very low. Um yeah. but and so maybe I'm off on this, but I got thirty to twenty one. Yeah, I
0: think I think Clemson wins that game. I mean, like I don't know the numbers in front of me, but I think that Dabo has done he's proved enough during his time there that like going on the road is not some like un un uh, conquerable feat, for lack of better words. I think. They'll be fine. They'll get it figured out, and and they'll go up there to to. I mean, Notre Dame is not a good team. Let's just like, let's just throw that out there. They're not a good football team. And and like as bad as Clemson is to watch, a lot of times, they're still a they're still a better and more sound football team. They like Clemson has, they have found ways to win. I guess a lot of it you may, it may feel like they found ways to not lose because the way that like they're supposed to be dominating, but they're not. But they'll beat Notre Dame. Fuck man, DJ, DJ, you might go up there and and, and get his swag back, uh or his mojo, because this is where he left it.
1: The only thing, I guess, the only thing is if the whole like DJ not playing well carries over to this game, night game on the road, then you got to put Nick in. Can he handle that? That could yeah. go wrong. But yeah, I can see that. so I don't think I would bet this game, but I'll take Clemson. Um yeah. no one gives a shit about Wake Forest, NC State, right?
0: Not anymore. Not for what Wake Forest did to me last week.
1: Yeah, so let's just skip that. Um, I'm going to take Wake in the overnight game. but Okay. All right. We go with the Bama game first. We only have two games left? Yeah. We've already been here for like 30 minutes. What have we missed? Well, I mean, we're going to be talking a lot more about these games, I feel like.
0: Real quick, Warren Melton. I'll be at Grindhouse Burgers. See you there. Go ahead.
1: Uh, so you're going to the game? I'm going to the
0: Georgia-Tennessee game. Yeah, yeah, I will be there in Athens this Saturday from twelve to three thirty at Grindhouse Burgers, uh, with ninety the game, um, doing a pre pregame radio show with them.
1: Oh, sick! So you're going back for that?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a whole thing we're trying to talk about or trying to discuss.
1: Cool. Um, all right. Well, let's go to the other game first. Night game, seven p.m. ESPN, number six, Alabama, seven and one number 10 lsu six and two uh lsu a 13 and a half point home dog over under 56 and a half alabama's won 10 of 11 in this series uh saban 12 and 4 versus lsu as the bama head coach what is this game going to look like chris let me tell you something tyler
0: I've been sitting here all week thinking Bama's gonna lose this game. And and I I kind of thought I was gonna be like out on a limb saying that. Like, you know, like you know, Bama is a 13 and a half point favorite, the head of Baton Rouge. And I, and listen, I love Baton Rouge. I love Mickey Sherroumy. I, I I tolerate his wife, Emily. Um, but I love Mickey. I love Chris Cordy. I I love I love Sean and Nick and their tailgate and and all the things that go with it even though they won't turn off the fucking Kansas State game so I can watch Bama. I love I love everything about Baton Rouge on game day. I love all this. What I also love is humility. And that's not something I always show. I know that. But I don't have to show it cuz I'm not in a position where I need to show it because my team hasn't lost 10 of the last 11 games in this rivalry. I thought by saying that Bama was going to be in I'm not hedging David Hill. I'm not hedging. I'm saying Bama's going to win. I'll just I'm going to I'm going to get Instead of hedging, I'm gonna do the exact opposite. I'm gonna get as arrogant as possible. Here's the deal, LSU fans. I love y'all to death. You're my favorite people. Probably more so than people in Tuscaloosa. Have you seen those fucking animals? I don't. I mean, like they got humps in their backs. That's a weird thing. Um, yeah, I, I I think Bama before before today. I remember looking at this and I was like, Bama's gonna go in there. They're not mentally tough enough. I said it on radio station after radio station after radio station today. And then I got on Twitter and I was like, oh, man, let me see what the, what the feel is right now for this game. And I saw um, several LSU sites, several LSU sites, talking shit about like every single player, every single every single person on there like predicting LSU to beat Bama. You realize the fucking gall you have to have to beat to say you're going to beat Alabama, and you've only done it five times in this stadium since the fucking Eisenhower administration, Tyler, 1958, and then 40 percent of those two of those five. Nick Saban's the one that was, was the one coaching? Here's the deal, man. People forget. People forget, and I'm not going to let them forget. And then LSU was a shit program before Nick Saban got there. They had three winning seasons, three winning seasons in the 11 years prior to Nick Saban showing up. You guys are going to sit there, start. you're going to inevitably start the fuck you Saban chance, and all that kind of stuff. Just know that in the same breath, you better be thanking him and getting down on bended knee, thanking him for bringing that poverty-ass program back from the boondocks and into relevance once again. So what do I think is going to happen? I think, listen, I think, to quote Nick Saban before the 2008 game, hello, Eddie Boza, I just want you to ask yourself, Tyler, how much does this game mean to you? All right, Because if it means something to you, you can't stand still. You can't. You go out there, you play fast, you play strong, you go out there and you dominate the person across, across from you and you make his ass quit. And that's exactly what Bama's going to do. This Saturday in Death Valley. And it's going to be raining. And I'm so glad it's going to be raining because they're not be able to see the tears pouring out of the fucking eyes from those drunk-ass Cajuns. Love you guys, though. Roll Tide. Wow. That was an all-timer.
1: Jaden Daniels. He's been downright like great lately, Chris. Great. 11 Daniels. touchdowns in his last two games. Taking care of the football. Not turning it over. I think he's got 20 total touchdowns. One pick. Sick. the leading rusher on the team 70 percent completions it's been more decisive lately getting that ball out i've got some yeah, concerns though
0: do you i got some concerns too mainly with my blood pressure right now
1: pro style offenses have never really given Saban trouble no um i think daniel struggles in this game <sighs> Uh, The under in this game, I think I like because Bama has struggled on the road. I'm not willing to rule that out. It is a night game. It seems like in some of these environments on the road this year and last, hasn't gone well for the Tide. So maybe I'll stick with that trend. They've only covered, Bama's only covered two of their last seven road games. I don't give a
0: fuck if they cover. Win by one. Rip their hearts out like you always do. Hold on. Here's another thing, Tyler. Let me just jump in here and say something. We're going to get this whole thing shaking right now. You look at the, the past games here, it's either been a fucking blowout. Look, because I've seen I've seen both sides. I've seen LSU come in ranked number four in the country, or number three in the country, and undefeated in 2018 doing the fucking Haka dance going into the stadium and all that kind of shit, and you get beat 29 nothing. I've also seen it where you had leads late in the games, and Bama had 50 seconds, no timeouts. What are you going to do? And you beat their ass and rip their heart out in overtime. Like, any which way you dice it up. LSU blows this game.
1: All right. Wait. Under 10 and 3 in the last 13 matchups. I'm going to take Bama 33, LSU 23, LSU covers. Mm. But Bama wins again and the game goes under. You can't score with us, you can't hang with us. Maybe and the last all. game
0: 330,
1: oh, CBS.
0: I'm, I'm fired up for this one.
1: Number one, Tennessee. Yeah. Number one, Tennessee. Number one, Tennessee. Number three, Georgia. Georgia, an eight point favorite, total of 66.5. This is the first time ever that a number one seed in a college football ranking has played a number one in the AP poll. That's crazy. Number one versus number one. Number one versus number one. I, when I first saw this line, when it came out, it was nine and a half, I think it opened. Mm hmm. I was pretty shocked by that. Um, it felt like Vegas was begging you to bet Tennessee. They were, which is why Georgia's got to feel good. But how are you feeling about this game?
0: I feel real good about this game. I, you know what? I feel odd. I feel odd that we have come full circle. I want you to. I want you to go first because I have so many thoughts. And if you're a Georgia fan get in here because because your boy is going to fire you the fuck up
1: uh all right so for me first off got a shout out nolan smith yeah unfortunately out for the year he leads the team in pressure rate he has the most tackles for loss he has the most sacks on the team so that's up that that to me you would think coming into a game like this would be not great for Georgia. I will say in this particular matchup, because of the offense, mm-hmm. not a lot of teams get pressure on Hinden Hooker anyways because right. it's a very quick offense and moving fast, quick decisions. So he's not getting sacked a ton, which is also going into why it seems like Tennessee's O-line is a lot better. And it is better, but um, Tennessee hasn't been held under 34 this season. They lead the nation in yards per game. They lead the nation in points per game. Mm-hmm. They're 7-1 against the spread this year. Mm. I'd say all that to say it's very simple. Yes, they do have the number one uh offense in the country when it comes to yards per game. You know who has number two? Georgia. Georgia. Fuck right. And they got Fucking a lot right. better defense in Tennessee. A
0: lot better defense. And Tennessee. they a home. lot better head coach. And they're, they're only
1: allowing ten and a half points per game on defense. Yeah, they have a clear edge in that department. Um. The Tennessee O-line, it is better, but I like the D-line, especially getting Jalen Carter back for Georgia. Yep. Something that I'm going to watch in this game, some, some. of these big-time games that, that Tennessee's had this year have been at home, all of them, basically. Oh, some of them? Yeah, the one that was, in hindsight, kind of a weird game is the Pit game. On the road, they had some issues. Yep. And I think with that Doesn't offense, hit, sometimes if you're in a hostile environment and I'm not here to say Pitt's a hostile environment, but they were on a road for, for a non-patsy. Get into Athens. People are going to be riled up because they're no fucking ruthless. And I think there's going to be some issues. Communication on offense. See some yep. false starts. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee gets held under 34 for the first time this year. I think Georgia scores 34. Tennessee scores 24. Georgia wins. Georgia covers. New number one team in the nation. What say you? All right. Here's
0: the thing, Georgia fans. I just I hope you're ready for this. It, I, I sat here in the off season, and I I just, for lack of better words, pun not intended. I dogged you for <clears throat> the horny for disrespect, and how you went out of your way to find it. Right. Well, you didn't have to go out of your way to find it now, because you have been fucking spat on by the college football playoff committee ranking you not not first not second but third the defending national champions the defending national champion and undefeated georgia bulldogs with arguably the most impressive win on any resume in the fucking country you beat the number eight team in the country 49 to 3 like a fucking drum you sat there and you've been here all season. And somehow, you've flown on the radar. We've 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 barely talked about you on here at times because it's like you know why? Because we know what we have with Georgia. We know what we have with Georgia. We don't need to blow up Georgia because we already know what we have with Georgia. Tennessee has been a great story. Tennessee has been a lot of fun to watch. Hendon Hooker's a great story. He's a great quarterback. Only has one interception this year. This isn't fucking Kentucky. This isn't fucking Pitt. And just like a lot of these Big Ten teams, you rarely left home. The time you did it, you went to Pitt, played a backup quarterback, and you went to LSU. You got a fumble on the opening kickoff, and you got to play against a quarterback that was not 100. percent Now you got to go between the hedges in front of 90,000 people that are out for fucking blood, and I mean out for fucking blood because you've sat here, and, and this is what we were, this is what we were so worried about with with some Tennessee fans is, it's awesome, it's a cool story, and it's it, people say is better when they're back, blah blah. I'm sure it is for a lot of people, but it didn't take long to hear that kind of shit talk from Tennessee fans about how we're back. We're not in the same tier as Alabama. We're not the same. We're above that. We're, we're, we're just like 2019 LSU. No, the fuck you're not. No, the fuck you're not. 2019 LSU. Ten, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Tennessee win was a big deal. They barely beat A&M. And fair. That is very true. Bama, Bama's not a very good football team, but here's, here's the deal. I sat here and heard Bama fans I uh, talk about this and I hated it. You know, Bama had 17 penalties. They had they had a couple of turnovers, uh, you know, and they still only came within. Three. they had a bunch of missed field goals. Still only lost by 3. You know who doesn't do that shit? You know who will never commit 17 penalties in a game under Kirby Smart, fucking Georgia. You know who you know who will not have dumb mistakes like that and and penalties? And even if you do miss another field goal to win the game, you know who doesn't give up 43 yards in two games or in two plays to get themselves in field goal range? Fucking Georgia. Kirby Smart doesn't do that shit. And you sit here and you listen to all this shit talk from Tennessee and how they're going to do this and this this office. Kirby Smart's given up 30 points or more in 10 fucking games since he's been the head coach of Georgia. Ten. Three of those were against Bama. 2019 LSU was another one. Like, it takes a historical team to do that. And this is not a historical team. This is a really, really good offense. And it's a really, really good story. But now it's fucking November and now it's time to put up or shut up and you got to start playing some actual teams. So like I say, once every couple of weeks, maybe once or twice a year when you got to play Alabama. This Saturday, you can talk all the shit you want Tennessee. You can talk all the shit you want to on Twitter, on your fucking message boards, on whatever the fuck else you want to talk about. But at 3:30 on Saturday, they're going to tee up that fucking ball and you got to line up and play Kirby Smart in Georgia. And what's going to happen in that game, Georgia is going to fucking dominate you and humiliate you in front of your entire fucking fan base and the entire fucking country. And you're going to go home with a 10 plus point loss with your tail between your legs and take a couple of days off from Twitter and then come back barking again. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. And I can't fucking wait. Roll
1: tide. People are fired up saying some crazy things in the chat. Uh... All right, so we both got Georgia to cover. Um, yeah, I thought it was leaning the other way when it when it first opened up, but I just think that A, I'm a believer in the Georgia squad, and yeah. B, it just feels like Vegas wants you to take Tennessee so badly.
0: There's 93% of the money's on Tennessee. I don't hey, know a better way to tell you to get away from that. Like hammer. Georgia. I'll be the
1: first one to come on here Sunday night and praise Tennessee if they pull this victory up. Oh, I'll definitely be the first one to come. <laughs> Well, uh, you'll be in the stadium, like you said. Where are you gonna be at? 3 30.
0: I'm not gonna be at the stadium. I'll be I'll be in Athens. I'll be I'll be from 12 to 3 30. We'll be at Grindhouse Burgers, uh hosting a, a live pregame show. I'm fired up, man. It should be I, I will say this. Listen.
1: Are you going to the game gonna, after?
0: No, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Um, you know, just just with times are times are tight at the old uh in in Biden's economy right now when you get bonus is taken away so um i think that i'm going to (laughs) just just plain old horny that's good uh yeah i I, i'm gonna be there i think this is gonna be one of the most toxic environments imaginable um Mm -hmm. and you know and we'll see we'll see so
1: yeah i'm fired up um okay cool well hey we had a quick episode this week yeah i said some things <laughs> hey, before we get to uh, our phone line, really quick, want to talk to you about a couple spicy plays, Chris? Dude, it's about. Da- Have you gotten into that yet? This is fantastic, Pop. It's Boy. so good. Um, so Texas Pete, you guys know they sponsored the show. Yeah, we love them. Uh, they've got the spice and the flavor that's kicking this football season up a notch. If you haven't tried the original hot sauce, by the way, fantastic. Uh, have, you tried, have you tried here. the hotter
0: hot sauce okay so hold on you got your you got your your package today right yeah oh yeah so 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 tyler and i finally got our texas pete uh swag bag swag box that shit oh my have you tried the the
1: honey mustard so there's the, the honey mustard sauce here and then there's like a honey mustard or there's there's a uh, carolina barbecue car- carolina mustard barbecue sauce see
0: i i thought i submitted for that and i didn't get it i think you might have gotten mine so don't don't open that give me that
1: no no the barbecue no. sauce is good yeah there's there's a all, all kinds of barbecue sauces in here uh craggy you guys first of all again i gotta shout out this this popcorn yeah, that's shit cheddar hot popcorn it's you know it's it's i'd say it's in between like being hot and mild it's like it's medium it says on the um,
0: package it's medium i
1: don't it's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, go to texaspeat.com, promo code uncensored. Get yourself. I've I, seriously I counted this, I think I have 10. What quick, quick accounting here three, six, nine, 12, Damn, it's fine. 12 bottles of Texas Pete, all different kinds. Okay, did you submit for that? Yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, so this is me. This
0: is me that I submitted for this. And and by the way, the Texas Pete dust. I mean, here's what I like to do so, oh, what I like to do is. Text me dust. Yeah. Dust. Text me dust. Text me. Um, our OG listeners know what's up. Uh, you get you get some of that text me dust. Come out there. <laughs> you want to put it on your hands, right? Like fucking LeBron. And then throw it up in the air. Uh, all, over all over your chicken. All over your chicken. Thank you, William. Um, yeah, get it in your eyes a little bit. Make it burn. Text me dust. dust. So... I think um, there's some really good stuff in there though, and and we need to do. We should have done like an unboxing. Like Liz is like, do an unboxing, do like a like like a real oh, thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want to eat it now. I I ate the popcorn, garlic, hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Now I will admit that was an accident. I did not mean to get that one in there.
1: That this my barbecue sauce. This is the new one. This is the new flavor.
0: No, do they have the hot one? The the hot burn or whatever it is.
1: There's just so many.
0: Listen, here's what I'm going to say right now. I understand that we're in a day and age where you want to practice safety with your food and you want to you make sure you're being as safe as possible. But if it's not burning when you peat the next morning, you got a serious problem here, okay? You want it to burn when you pee. all right? And I don't care. It, all that stuff usually goes away after a while with some penicillin and some glasses of milk from what I've learned. So make sure you're burning when you pee. the following morning after a night of eating and a night of, of pleasing um all the above so there you go uh
1: don't forget to give us a call this weekend leave us a voicemail at 424-430-0045 um i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of shit talking either way in the in both of these games would love to hear from you guys 424-430-0045 thanks for tuning in tonight live if you did go Share this with your friends. Let them know that we're having fun here, uh, typically on a Wednesday night uh, and Sunday nights. And uh, yeah, go give us five stars. And um, like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take it easy, guys.